Hello ladies and gents, my name is Paul DeRealand and I welcome you back to another episode of the Year of Plenty podcast where we dive deep into the world of food and try to explore many different topics on cooking, nutrition, gardening, farming, hunting, foraging and many more. When you think about breakfast, what is the first food that pops into your mind? The first food that I think about are eggs. Let me tell you, I love eggs. They're one of my favorite foods because I can make them in so many different ways and they really never get boring. So why am I talking about eggs? Well, in today's episode, I want to talk about the labels on egg cartons. I don't know about you, but buying eggs can be pretty confusing to me. Most egg cartons are full of labels that, you know, may or may not mean anything to you. For example, you might see a label that says cage-free, omega-3 enhanced, or even organic, just to name a few. Today, I'm trying to answer what some of these labels actually mean. At the end of the episode, I will also talk about something that a lot of people often get wrong, which is what the difference between brown and white eggs is. I also want to point out that this episode is not intended to tell you guys which eggs are superior or of higher quality. I'm just trying to share the meanings behind these labels. Hopefully, understanding some of these labels will, you know, allow you to become a more conscious grocery shopper. Now, before I get started, I want to point out that most labels are regulated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, or the USDA. This means that the USDA has rules that tell egg producers how and when they can use these labels. However, besides the USDA-regulated labels, you might also encounter labels like Certified Humane, for example. A label like Certified Humane is provided by so-called third-party certifiers. More on that later, though. Okay, let's start out with two very interesting labels that might catch your eye. They are Natural and Farm Fresh. When you see the natural label, you might think it has something to do with the environment that chickens live in. But actually, there is no regulation describing what a quote-unquote natural environment consists of. So we can't assume that these chickens live in some natural environment just because it has these eggs have a natural label on them. Actually, the USDA says that eggs with the term natural on the carton have to be minimally processed and can't contain any artificial ingredients. This can be a little misleading. There is no real need to process eggs or add any ingredients before selling them in the first place. So the natural label pretty much tells you that an egg is a natural product. Please, someone call Captain Obvious, right? I mean, this is just like a marketing ploy, in my opinion. What about the Farm Fresh label? The Farm Fresh label doesn't mean much either. First of all, all eggs come from farms, right? Second, the fresh in farm fresh just means that the eggs haven't been frozen. I'm guessing that they use this label because it sounds good. Both of these labels, natural and farm fresh, might trick you into thinking that these eggs are better than others, but in reality, they don't really tell us much at all. Alright, let's get into some of the more significant or more complicated labels. A common label you will find is cage-free. Now, before I tell you what this label means, I want to go into how a large part of the producers in the egg industry operate. 
Most conventional eggs come from very, very large farms. On these farms, hundreds of chickens are housed in buildings and kept in so-called battery cages. Now, people are pissed off about this. And rightly so, in my opinion. These cages are usually the size of a small sheet of paper, which is freaking tiny. I'm not going to go into further details. There are plenty of pictures and videos online that you can check out if you want to know more about this. Okay, so back to the cage-free label. If an egg carton has this label, it means that the chickens are not held in these cages. They aren't necessarily living in a happy red barn either, though. Most of these chickens are still confined to like an indoor area, but they, you know, they can walk around, they can perch, lay eggs in nests, and spread their wings. So cage-free also means that there is an unlimited access to food and water. So overall, these chickens have a chance to engage in at least some natural behavior. Yet, the buildings that they live in are often overcrowded and there's no outdoor access or no required outdoor access. So crowded buildings, you know, come with risks, like, you know, the, the rapid spread of disease or like a greater likelihood of dying in general. So now that you know about the cage-free label, let's talk about free range. They sound similar, but they're different. The free range label requires that the chickens are cage free, first of all. The difference, though, to the cage free label is that, you know, there should be outdoor access. However, the outdoor environment is not defined. In other words, there is no defined, you know, space requirement or, you know, or like amount of time that the chickens need to spend outside. I found several articles that claim that the actual outdoor access might only be a small opening. So imagine a huge building, right, with hundreds of chickens and a small door that leads to some undefined outdoor area. Well, that would make it pretty hard for chickens to actually go outside when they wanted to. I'm not saying that all free-range eggs are laid by hens that never have chance to go outside, though. That's not the case. But since, you know, the outdoor area is not defined, we can only assume. Okay, what about the antibiotic-free label? You might see this on a lot of eggs, actually. This was a strange one for me. I was always under the impression that there was heavy antibiotic use in the egg industry. But according to the Guide to Egg Carton Labels by the Egg Nutrition Center, which is actually overseen by the USDA, all eggs produced in the U.S. are antibiotic-free. You heard me, antibiotic-free. However, you know, if a chicken gets sick, it can still be treated with antibiotics. But still, according to FDA regulations, eggs from chickens that were treated with antibiotics must be diverted from human consumption. So that's good to know. The same actually goes for the no hormones label. The egg industry does not use hormones. So no hormones is pretty much a marketing statement. If this label appears in an egg carton, the FDA requires a short explanation that states hormones are not used in the production of shell eggs. They actually need that on the egg carton. I had no idea about this, to be honest. Before doing the research, I was always happy when I saw the no hormones label on egg cartons. I guess I fell for this trick. Now let's talk about a very important label to a lot of people, USDA Organic. This is a label that a lot of people look for these days. When you shop for eggs, you'll most likely discover the USDA Organic label on some of the cartons. So I said this earlier already, but just to remind you, 
USDA stands for the United States Department of Agriculture. They regulate most labels we have talked about today. However, their organic label is probably the most regulated of them all. So in order for eggs to be labeled USDA organic, they must be laid by cage-free hens or chickens. Additionally, though, the chickens must be fed 100% certified organic feed, which also means no genetically modified foods can be used. The chickens must also have access to the outdoors. However, remember that this does not mean that these chickens actually come into contact with the soil or actual soil. Because again, the outdoor area is not defined here, even for organic. And then of course, the egg producers can't use antibiotics or hormones. Realize though that neither of them should be found in the actual eggs anyway. The USDA has another special rule for farms that supply organic eggs. And they actually require producers with more than $5,000 in annual sales to be certified by a third-party certifier. So this means that these egg producers are checked on to make sure that they actually comply with the USDA rules. If you want to learn more about the organic label, check out the video from PBS in the show notes. It kind of follows a bunch of uh, organic egg farms and really goes deep into the meaning behind the label here in the US. It's about 10 minutes long, but I would recommend it. It's really worth it if you're interested. Next up, a label many people look for is pasture-raised. In theory, this means that these eggs come from chickens that were free to roam and, you know, forage outside on beautiful green pastures. This would probably allow the hens to engage in, you know, their most natural behavior. On a pasture, hens can, you know, run around. They can also peck at the ground in search of insects to eat. Many people actually believe that pasture-raised is the most ethical way to raise chickens. However, and I have to admit this was a real shocker to me personally, the term pasture-raised might not be all that it seems to be. The type of environment for the pasture-raised label is not defined by the USDA at all. In other words, no standards are established. Actually, every pasture-raised label should come with a short explanation stating this. Keep in mind, though, there are many farmers who stay true to this label and provide their hens with pastures. Sadly, you know, it's up to us consumers to do the research and, you know, find out if the eggs we buy are actually from pasture-raised chickens. Personally, I did some research for the eggs I usually buy. Currently, my go-to eggs come from an organization of farmers which claims that their pasture-raised hens have over 108 square feet per hen of year-round outdoor pasture space. What's good about today is that more people want transparency. So people are interested in knowing where their food comes from. And that is something I want more people to care about as well. Luckily, for those who you know care, many egg farmers actually give some insight into their operations these days. Okay, let's keep moving on though. Have you ever seen the label vegetarian fed? I'm sure you have. This is another label you're going to encounter when shopping for eggs. Actually, it can often be found in combination with the organic label. Now again, this is an interesting label. On one hand, it's pretty good that these chickens, you know, the vegetarian-fed chickens, are not fed animal byproducts, which is actually something that is fed to chickens on conventional egg farms, or at least on a lot of them. However, we need to remember chickens are not vegetarians. They're actually omnivores, just like us humans. I like to think of them as dinosaurs. 
Of course, a chicken, you know, a chicken's natural diet includes plants, but also it includes all kinds of insects and even small mammals like mice. If you don't believe me, look up a video of chickens eating mice online. It's pretty crazy. They love it. Next up is to label omega-3 or omega-3 enhanced. Eggs with this label come from hens that receive a diet rich in omega-3 fatty acids. Their feed might include ingredients such as flaxseed oil, linseed oil, or even kelp, just to name a few. There's many more. Now, eggs already contain omega-3 to start out with, but this special diet can actually increase the total amount per egg. So if you find eggs that have the omega-3 enriched label on them, you know that they were fed this diet rich in omega-3 fatty acids and the eggs should have a higher amount of omega-3 in them. Alright, those are all the labels I'm going to cover today, but as mentioned earlier, some of the labels you might find are from third-party certifiers. Now what does that mean? Well, just like the USDA organic certified label, you might find other certification labels on your egg cartons. These certifications are provided by uh, third-party certifiers that have their own standards describing how the animal must be raised. Some certifiers have uh, stricter standards than others, of course, but all of them you know, check farms to make sure that they are following the rules. If you're interested, just stop by your local grocery store that you usually go to, see which eggs have third-party certification labels on them, then go home you know, and check what these standards are for these certifications. Some common ones are United Egg Producer Certified, American Humane Certified, Certified Humane, and Animal Welfare Approved. There's a bunch of other ones, though, but these are like the more, the big four, you know. Now, sometimes you will see claims such as grade AA, grade A, or even grade B on your egg cartons. Now, according to uspoultry.org, the grade refers to the quality and appearance of the eggs. Grade AA means that the shells are clean and unbroken. Also, the egg whites are thick and firm with high round yolks. Grade B eggs have uh, thinner whites and wider yolks. These uh, shells should be unbroken, but you know might have some strains. Grade A is probably the most common one you'll find, and that's somewhere in between grade AA and grade B. Before I end this episode, I want to talk about one more common myth concerning eggs. Have you ever wondered why some eggs are white and why some are brown? Well, in fact, some egg cartons will even have the label brown eggs. Now, does this mean that they're healthier than white eggs? Well, the color of the egg is not saying anything about the nutrition, actually. It just means that they came from different types of hens. All right, so I've covered some of the common egg labels in this episode. Most of the uh, labels tell you how the chickens were raised. I uh, really tried to focus on the labels themselves, you know, and uh, not tell you which eggs to buy or which are better or superior. Uh, that is your decision to make. I know this was probably a lot of information to take in. At least, you know, it was for me. And uh, I guess the beautiful thing about the podcast format, though, is that, you know, you can always go back and re-listen to certain parts. I hope I could lift the veil of uh, some of these labels for you today at least. Realize though that many of these labels are being used to influence the decision making of us consumers. However, you now know what these labels mean. Most of these labels have clear standards, as I said, 
and I require these third-party certifications. But egg producers mightn't have found gray areas around these regulations. Now, if you want to be 100% sure, you know, where your eggs are come from and how the animals were actually raised, it might be best to find a local farmer. Ideally, of course, you'll have a friend or a neighbor that has their own chickens and is willing to sell fresh eggs to you. But if that's not an option, just do a little research online. Many farms provide great insights into their operations. If you're really concerned, there's a cool website to check out. It is a scorecard created by the Cornucopia Institute. This egg scorecard, what they call it, uh, rates farms on a bunch of different factors. And I'll provide a link in the show notes for you guys to check out. So that's the end of the episode. If you have any other labels you think people should learn about, please leave a comment on our website, which is www.theyearofplenty.com. Also, feedback is much appreciated. Or if you have any other topics concerning food that you think might be fit for this podcast, send me a message on uh, you know Facebook or Twitter. Just search at The Year of Plenty and you'll find the pages. We also have them on the website, though, if you scroll to the bottom. If you like this episode and think that others could benefit from this information, uh, please share it with your family and friends. Most importantly, please subscribe to the podcast via the Apple Podcast app or the RSS feed on the website. I have one last request for you, then I'll let you go. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. That's how the podcast is actually ranked, and that's how new listeners can find it. My goal with the Year of Plenty is to turn it into a community for anyone who is interested in food. And let's explore everything there is about food together. All right, see you guys later.